We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey there. We at Blue Wire just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this podcast. We know everything outside is pretty scary and uncertain, but we're committed to helping you get through your day by talking about the sports and teams that you love most. If you're looking for more great podcasts to distract you, check out bluewirepods.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast and stay safe. Hello and welcome to the Esports Biz Show. I'm your host, Justin Jacobson. This week, we will be discussing gaming media. Just as a disclaimer, nothing here is intended as legal advice as all of our information is for educational purposes only. This week's guest is Eamon Diggum. Eamon is a video game journalist for Fox News. He hosts the Fox Bit segment where he reports on the latest gaming news on Fox News Radio's Sirius XM Channel 115. He's also a regular guest on Fox News programs where he discusses the gaming industry. He has been involved in the gaming world for many years and reports on all of its happenings including both the competitive and non-competitive sides of the gaming space. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Justin. So, I, you know, just to give you guys a little bit of your, your audience a little bit behind the scenes, I didn't expect to become a journalist, let alone a video game journalist. I was going to be a rock star 20 years ago, and that failed. And then I went back to college, and then... Um, you know, I found the thing I love is gaming still, even when I went back to college as a, as an older gentleman compared to the rest of the students. And um, I got a, got a gig with Fox, and I learned my journalism skills, and then I said, I'm going to focus on gaming. So that's, that's how I became what I am. And I, from what I understand uh, and what I was told, and if anybody ever finds anything that's different – Please send it to me. I'm happy to stop saying it. I am the first nationally syndicated radio video game journalist. 
Well, yeah, I mean, we're definitely not going to disagree with that. And, you know, we're going to go into gaming media in general a little more. So gaming, you know, similar to other public interest areas, have their own dedicated press and outlets. You know, they report both on general video game news, as well as any esports and competitive stuff. So the video gaming press may discuss any news relevant to the gaming world, including PC, console, and mobile games. So some stories might include info on new game releases, new system releases, you know, gameplay reviews, you know, video game licensing deals. If you have a Marvel character license in Fortnite or, you know, any other video game related entertainment. So if you have a movie or TV series based on a game, you know, like The Wicker, as well as just reporting on gaming conferences and really what else is going on in the scene. So tell us a little bit more about what you're currently working on now. Well, right now, everything is coronavirus all the time. It's delays on things. My, uh, my television, because I'm working from home, like many people are, if they're still working, um, you know, and all these gaming companies and esports are, are stepping up to the plate uh, because esports is taking over slowly, but surely they're taking over the sports space in not in general, uh, not only in general, but right now is their time to shine and show what the competitive is. Um, all these game companies are impacted just as bad as we are. So, you know, all that um, perceived selfish, selfishness is kind of going away because not only are they looking to keep their folks running, um, they're also offering to help multiple other uh, like just people in general by giving them something to do because a lot of people are getting bored right now. So gaming is where to go. If you have a console or a, a PC, you got something to do and it's a lovely thing. So that's what I'm currently working on right now. I just got an email from um, one of the PR companies I work with uh, quite a bit and, you know, GameForge is about to do do something to help COVID people. I haven't really dug in real to it, but it won't be the first time I've reported on it, and it'll not be the last time until this crisis is over. So how did you kind of get started working in the gaming world? Um, like, as I said earlier, when I kind of introduced myself to, to your audience, I mean, I loved gaming. I've always loved gaming. I'm on the older generation, the older end of the people who grew up all with games. I know the space is taken up right now by like 30-year-olds and 20-year-olds and even younger. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hitting the 40s, and I'm one of the – I don't want to say I'm one of the first. It took me a while to understand esports, but I eventually understood it and saw what it could be and continue to see what it will be. Um, and then, So I got here purely because I love what I'm – I love it. I love it. Everything about this is amazing. And the fact that I'm lucky enough to get to cover it on air for a company not known for gaming is amazing. Yeah, you know, that was one of the things that really kind of interests me the most is like, you know, Fox News, like this is one of these, you know, powerhouse entertainment companies across the globe. And, you know, to be their gaming guy is, you know, definitely a very unique thing that you bring. Yeah, and, you know, it's, the thing that brings challenges, that brings a challenge to my job is particularly our audience is older. We know that their audience is older, and we know that most of the responses to the, like, the stuff that gets posted on foxnews.com with my name on it, um, not only is it a, an odd name, 
Rocks, and lots of people are like, what's this odd named fella doing? <laughs> um, but it's it's also not specifically for them. But I try and I I try and tell them to understand this for their kids or their grandkids who can now make a career out of this and not just being super smart at math to build a game, but can actually just be good at playing it and have those lightning quick reflexes and make a life. Or just be entertaining. I love the entertaining YouTubers. <laughs> those are my favorite guys. Like Game Grumps, I don't know how people don't understand what's so funny with them. They're doing a radio show, but play video games at the same time. It's great. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, you're hanging out with your friends in your basement playing whatever game and like instead of, you know, just you and your five friends, it's you and your 5,000 viewers. Mm-hmm. It's, I love everything about how this world for gaming, for something I love, um, shaping up. And I'm not particularly good at games. You know, like uh, one of my, I have a couple of heroes in gaming journalism who I try and follow and try and emulate, but kind of put my own way. And like, Slasher is really good. Everybody knows who Slasher is. And if they don't, he's, you know, he's an actual great gamer. And I'm not mm-hmm. up to him. I can't challenge him in a game for dominance, but I can sit there and watch him play and be fully entertained by him. You know, Jason Schreier, I, I love that guy's writing. I'm, I've tried to message him a couple of times. I think he looked who I work for and just was like, no, I don't want anything to do with him. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but these guys, these guys have started something that, um, you know, I, I have to try and live up to either playing wise or just reporting wise. So what's your dated? I got off tangent. Well, that's all right. You know, that's a good thing about these conversations. We just kind of let it go where it goes. Yeah. So you, yeah. So yeah, being a game reporter, what's your day to day like? Um, lots of emails going through. Um, I built up a pretty good um role, uh, virtual Rolodex now. Of you know, and going through um, other other websites to see what multiple people have reported, um, reaching out to whoever on whatever story, and seeing what jives and what doesn't. Um, you know, and then I also because I'm I do other things besides that. Uh, I am an editor too, so I have to read other news stories. So it's kind of like finding a balance to do what I love along with what is actually um, what is essentially another part of my job. So my day-to-day is very crazy. And I always tell everybody, you know, if they have my email address, please email me no matter what. I read them all. I just don't read them. I just don't respond to them all. And it's a terrible way to live, but because I have put so much on my plate with this that, you know, it's the way I do. <laughs> I mean, I understand, you know, so that's why you got to have the multiple social media platforms. Like, Oh, you got my email message from Facebook. Oh, you got my Twitter message. Oh yeah. yeah. No, it's perfect. So uh, that's the way you contacted me. You hit me up on, on, uh, in email and then you hit me up on, uh, on the Facebook messenger and I caught that one. I mean, <laughs> I didn't even realize I follow you on my personal Twitter account and then my professional one, I didn't. And that's the one I was logged into at work. So, well, you know, like, I, mean, oh. I mean, I think that's good advice for everyone. You know, if you're trying to make moves, especially in this digital world, like 
just try and you know as long as you're respectful and you know i'm not messaging you every day 10 times a day you know you got to shoot your shot sometimes yeah no always always shoot your shot i would not have gotten here i would just be sitting in the back because i started with fox news as a pa which is you know their entry sort to start and you know say what you say people say what they will about the politics but my newsroom is 100 percent what we were told, fair and balanced, what the thing was. The opinion side, you know, I don't care what they say, and I don't care what any opinion side says, because I care about the news. So, yeah, I'm getting that out of the way, because I'm sure somebody who listens to this will uh, will bless something. Well, that's all right. You know, you, you're not telling us that you like Mario better than Luigi or, you know, better than Sonic. <laughs> so I don't uh, think you're going to be like that Luigi polarizing. I will. I will be that polarizing. I like Luigi the best. Okay, I like green too, so I, I understand. I have an older brother, so I was always, so I had to be. <laughs> okay, that makes a lot of sense too. With currently no NBA, NHL, MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of sports, esports, events, and games to wagers on. Or let them bring Vegas to you with their online casino and blackjack. All open 24 hours a day and all online, including their $750,000 poker series. If you're into props and entertaining betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the weather. Visit BetOnline website and join today to receive a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Be sure to use promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. So, yeah, so I, I obviously, you know, we kind of highlighted that gaming usually isn't, you know, front page news and, you know, especially coming from Fox News with an older skewing demographic. What are suggestions you have to kind of make it better? Do you think it's just, you know, continuously we're like, I remember there was this one point when like, you know, Drake played Fortnite with Ninja and like my mom and my grandpa was like, oh, what's this Fortnite thing? And I'm like, that's what I've been doing for the last two, three years. Like you know, representing people that are getting Fortnite deals and, you know, Call of Duty and all these games that you've never heard of. And, you know, it kind of just like everything changed, especially in, you know, my professional career after that. Well, I mean, the big thing that could help, um, some of these games are too complicated. I mean, the, the games my parents grew up with, which weren't video games, were simple. Basketball, relatively simple. We all lo- learn generally how the sport works we may not know the ins and the outs but we know the general and you know esports it's a little tougher because there's a lot more to do with it my my favorite esports to watch and to play is overwatch it's ne- it's, i would never keep that a secret it's my favorite one um but that's a lot for people and the way i describe it to older people is i kind of explain the difference tank as you know i go the game is like hockey in a way, you know, it's, it's uh, six on six, you know, you have your front linemen, you have your goalies, you know, and it's not a perfect description, but that's the best way I can figure out to get people in. I was like, but you have to figure out what each character does to understand how the strategy works. Whereas a goalie, you always know what the goalie does. You always know what the defenseman does in hockey. You always know what the front line does. Like it, that's where the that's where it 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 kind of falls apart for them. But if you do it in grand enough terms, that they'll understand it. Fortnite, I kind of say it's kind of like uh, golf. 
it's slow sometimes, and you'll be, you know, if you were to watch it, there's a guy hiding. That would be them moving to the next lane or something like that. You know, some kind of thing. And then all of a sudden, it'll be quick action, you know. Or, you know, I can even do it to childhood games, like Fortnite is like hide and seek, but instead of everybody's it and everybody's hiding. You know, that's, those are kind of the descriptors I give to the, to the older generation who doesn't understand it. I mean, that makes sense. You know, I think that, you know, definitely a lot of guests have said, you know, something like CSGO is, you know, very easy to understand. It's like Team A is trying to kill Team B and, you know, you try to blow each other up and whoever's left, you know, standing wins. You know, something easy like that is, you know, pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, but what, the thing that, that turns off older viewers with that um, is, is the realistic violence with it. Uh, the reason that Fortnite was quickly accepted, in my opinion, obviously, is that it's cartoony. It was so easily accepted, and it looks like a Looney Tunes. It looks like a Disney cartoon. And, oh, yeah, this guy's not really dying. He's just kind of falling over, and you can't play anymore. Whereas, like, uh, CSO is realistic. Not only that, but did, did they change the name yet? I know at one point they were going to, to having terrorists and, and you know, like, that, that throws a lot of people off, especially people who were alive. Yeah, the counter-terrorists. And, yeah. Like, it throws people off. Why, do you, why, are, why would you want to play for the terrorist side? You know, <laughs> you're, you're an American. Why would you want to do that? And the, it's a name, but that's it. And they don't kind of understand it. It's more of the, the label of being a terrorist on that side. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so, I mean, so I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense. So what's your favorite part of the job? Obviously, you know, you love gaming and video games your whole life. My favorite part of the job is going to events. I, I missed out of PAX East this year. Um, uh, I was having surgery at the time. I mean, it worked out for me, too, because I'm really frightened of this coronavirus. But, uh, uh, and that was popping at the same time. But I was having surgery. I really loved going to the Overwatch League events. I loved um, – I got invited to ESL, but it was going on at the same time, and I was going to be in Philly. Um, I love making the friends who are making it on their own. Um, I'm friends with a guy who's, who does Clash of Clans mobile gaming. Um, his name is Echo Through Me, and he's, he's really good at a mobile game that I didn't even think anybody would watch, and he gets a lot of viewers. So, like, that shows me how big it's, you know. And those are the best relationships I can have. Every YouTuber that follows me on FoxFit, I know that they're looking for a break or some sort of TV thing, but I follow them back because maybe they will be the next big thing. Um, and, you know, every Twitch user that follows me, maybe they just saw me on, on their, local, uh, their local affiliate or their international um, thing. Maybe they heard me on SiriusXM just flipping through and, you know, they don't know this funny guy, funny name that is being said, but they're like, oh, all right, well, I'll follow him and I'll find that Fox Fit uh, Twitter account. And, you know, I just want, I hope that they're getting some validation out of what they're choosing to do playing video games because I didn't. I was a, I, I told this story to a couple of other people in the media. Like, I was really good at uh, Daytona, the arcade game. Like, I thought, 
if there was a professional thing when I was a kid, and there probably was, and I just was unaware of it, like, I could have gone professional playing that Daytona 500 game that was in all the movie theaters. I was always first place. I would get to the last map, and, you know, I'm probably terrible now. But, you know, like, I'm letting these kids know, and these adults now, to that they can do this. Somebody that's it. <laughs> now I'm stammering. <laughs> Yeah, this is a path that this is actually a real thing and that, you know, like I was, you know, reading with Forbes, like the top 10 gaming influencers are under $120 million. Like, I don't know about you, but if I'm making $10 million as a Minecraft streamer, like that's going to put you in, a, especially, you know, 19, 20 years old, like that's going to really, you know, show you what things should be. Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. I love that Minecraft was so big. I am bored to tears with Minecraft. I, yeah, no, I'm, like, I'm a 2K guy, more sporting games, I would say. Yeah, no, I mean, but I look at it and I go, these guys created something beautiful. Just, can I sit there for 12 days and make a town that looks like this or however long it takes to make a town? No, I don't have that kind of patience. I barely have enough patience for Animal Crossing. With right, Dino Park Tycoon, that. right? Remember that? Yeah, game? yeah. <laughs> Roller Coaster Tycoon was yep, my joint. Yeah. Uh, and The Sims. I love Zone Sims. Always use the railroad to keep your pollution down. <laughs> That's advice <laughs> no, right you know. there. Yep. Um, so, I mean, the, all these things, I, I'm so, so lucky to be where I am right now. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making Minecraft money, <laughs> but I'm, I'm making a living and I'm doing it. And I talk about video games, and I would never think I could do this, ever, growing up. But I was going to be a rock star first. <laughs> well, you know, I, I definitely, when I was in law school, or just, you know, even kind of growing up, never imagined that I would be, you know, looking at Call of Duty contracts where kids are making, you know, six figures plus, and, you know, like, that was, like, the normal rate. So just, you know, really just kind of blowing my mind. Mm-hmm. And... It it should blow your mind. It blows my mind. I wish I was good enough at a game right now to do it. My reflexes are way too slow now. Hmm. An old man on the block. Yeah, they no, gotta give me. They gotta give me training wheels to play these games now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, so what's kind of the future of gaming journal, journalism and you know the media? It's it's just gonna get bigger. They're gonna they're gonna. I mean, you can see it already right now, like Variety is reporting on it more. It's going to sit more in the entertainment sphere than, it, than its own little niche. Um, it, it, Variety, TV Newser, Hollywood Reporter. Hollywood Reporter, they're all going to start paying attention a little bit more, but they're going to try and throw them onto their entertainment reporters. So what we as gaming journalists have to do, because I see it now, especially as the gaming Gaming, Netflix is doing all these gaming-based shows, they're going to throw them directly to their entertainment reporters. They're going to be like, oh, uh, Netflix is doing a Space Ace, or what? no, they're doing a, um, what's the other Don Blues one, the famous one, uh, the Dungeon one, with Dirk the Daring. Uh, can't even remember the name. Either way, they're going to do this TV show now. They're going to do this one now, this one now. And it's going to fall to entertainment when it really should be us because we have the background to explain what these stories are and report on them correctly. Because if you ever notice, an entertainment reporter 
who does anything on a video game gets half the details wrong. And it's it's uh, it's a major it, it bugs me quite a bit. So I think I think we as gaming journalists need to make sure that we're covering these gaming jobs uh, as it grows. More importantly, and I think that means we have to expand into more entertainment, which I don't really want to do because I don't know I don't know superstars on on TV. I know what I like on the Avengers. But, you know, that's it. That's who I like. Exactly. I mean, uh, I think that you're kind of already seeing it with like, you know, the Washington Post having launcher and, you know, ESPN really kind of going hard in their esports vertical. These traditional publications are really just kind of plugging into what they're already doing. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, I got to give a shout out to Gene Park. He's one of my favorite writers. He's another one of my, like, I have to try and be like him. He's amazing. He's at the Washington Post with launcher. And he, his Twitter makes me laugh daily as well. So he's also funny and a great writer. So I have all of that to try and live up to. Do you think that, you know, maybe the angle is that all the people that have these outlets kind of band together and have like, this is the foremost authority? Or do you think it's going to go more of the way of NBC and CBS are also going to have their dedicated gaming reporter who's going to do the circuit the same way they have, you know, their entertainment or their football guy that goes to all the home games he goes to super bowl and everything it depends on how opening their news directors are um i i'm hoping that they're starting to see this especially now with sports being down and their sports reporters not being able to do much they have to report on who's got the covid too you know like this is this is a rough time for these sports reporters they have to find minimal stories and make them big stories so you know Maybe they'll see that that NASCAR uh, esports race was so good that the uh, get your video games off my TV crowd were like, no, this is impressive, and we enjoyed it. Or how the NBA 2K guys got their uh, got their biggest NBA stars to actually have their own tourney. You know, that's crazy to me. Yeah. So hope, hopefully they 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 pay attention to what's going on. And I didn't look at the viewership on that yet, but that 2K20 league with the sports stars should have been should have been top tier. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was interesting because it, you know, it was just really the developer and the NBA doing it. There was no real affiliation with the 2K league, mm-hmm. but you know, one. Oh, it wasn't. No, it was not affiliated with them. You know, because there's all these um, player association licensing things. That okay. Way. But yeah, I mean, it was more like. ESPN, I know, is going to be adding, airing a lot of Madden stuff. So we're going to really kind of see if, you know, the next weeks, whatever it is, how this stuff is viewed. If people are going to kind of be like, okay, well, it's better than nothing. Or people are just going to be like, I'd rather just not watch it. Yeah, no, they'll absolutely. I mean, Madden is um, the, the problem I have with Madden is Madden is kind of boring. <laughs> to watch mm-hmm. it's, it's fun, fun to, to play, play but it's it's dull to watch but it's also not in this version a team game so but maybe maybe it'll get some people who want to see some football um i do like the team games better online uh for watching and i think those will be the ones that catch everybody because 
teamwork is always the best, um, best for viewership um, and seeing how people work together. It's not just the lightning fast reflexes. It's not just the play calling. It's also the teamwork that goes into this stuff. With exception, Fortnite, I think, um, because that it's Booga, Booga winning. Everybody was talking about. So yeah. Um, so yeah. So to kind of finish up, what advice do you have for any budding journalists? Chase your dreams. You have to, uh, and I'm going to curse a little bit here. You're going to have to eat shit for a little bit before you do it, though. You have to learn the basics of how to do the job overall. So you may be reporting on something you don't want to report on. Maybe you want to do, if you want to follow me and do video games, that's fine. But, you know, you also have to do crime. You're also going to have to learn how to do politics. You're going to have to learn how to do, um, you know, just kicker stories that, that go to the background. And sometimes they may be things you love and maybe things you hate. You have to learn how to write entertainment. And you have to learn how to um, basically sell, sell your stories to the consumer. It doesn't matter if you sell them to, to your, your direct boss. It kind of matters in a way, just so it gets out there, but it only really matters if the people are reading, listening, or watching. So those, you have to sell them with what's going on and why do you care and why should they care. And always chase after what you want, but you may have to eat some crap before you get to where you want to be. Because I'm still eating crap. I'm where I want to be, but I want to be bigger. I think that's really good advice. You know, as someone who would say coming from, you know, a boutique firm, kind of making their own way in this entertainment sports world, you know, you just got to do what you got to do and, you know, find the right people. And, you know, hopefully a couple breaks go your way. You know, you never know what happens. Yeah, no, and breaks breaks are everything, but sometimes you can make your own break. Um, not everything is difficult to do to make your own breaks, but it may be difficult to get where you thought you should be. You're never going to end up where you think you should be. You're way, you, I don't want to sound like people are overvaluing themselves, but they're overvaluing their job sometimes. Hey, I'm going to talk about video games. Should I be making six figures? Well, I think I should be, but I'm not. So, you know, like you should have dreams and enjoy what you're doing, but you should also be kind of paying attention to what everybody else is doing. If you want to talk about video games, you're not going to make as much money as, you know, we'll use my network as a talent. The guy's talking as, about politics. The guy at the White House. You're not going to make that kind of money. The guy's going to, at least not at this point, the entertainment reporters going to the, uh, you know, the red carpet high-profile events that, you know, like the Oscars or anything. You're going to go to video game stuff for now. And as uh, young journalists grow up, it'll become more important. But at this moment, it's not as important. It's getting there, but it's not there yet. Interesting. You know, I definitely think that you have some amazing points here. So, you know, thank you so much for joining us. So where can everybody find you? Um, if you want to follow me, um, the social medias are all at FoxBits 24-7. That's F-O-X-B-I-T-S 24-7. Um, you can listen to me on Sirius XM 115. And your local Radio Fox affiliate, 
playing me as well uh, during the week. I'm on a hiatus for TV. Um, unfortunately, uh, the virus has really kind of um, slowed down my TV movement because um, I'm working from home and I don't have the lovely sets that they do, so they kind of don't want to see it. And, you know, there's bigger, there's bigger stories. There's bigger stories going on than gaming stuff and anything else is trying to have a, uh, is having a hard time getting paid attention to. Awesome. So, you know, thanks everybody again for tuning in. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, Justin J E S Q and check Apple podcast for all past episodes. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why, what do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.